What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Normal People Pod. I am your host and your dearly beloved, Austin, with my also dearly beloved host, Jacob. What's going on? All right, so let's lay down the uh, lay down the law of this podcast real quick. We are normal people, as the title would suggest, and we're going to talk about normal people stuff, and that includes a little bit of everything: sports, politics. Everything is on the table. So, without further ado, Jacob, please elaborate our first subject of the podcast. Well, I just wanted to say, most podcasts don't make it past its first six episodes. So, if we make it to seven, I'd say we've been pretty successful. So, here goes number one. Here goes nothing, man. Alright, the first thing I want to talk about, Cardi B said some stuff that I actually agreed with. Well, did so, well she tweeted some stuff that actually... <laughs> So she was uh, dancing sexually on her Instagram live and playing the song WAP, of course. Right. And her daughter came in and she turned it off. And as you can see, Twitter was pretty mad about this. They were saying that like her kid should be able to listen to their music. But Cardi B said her kid's only like eight years old. Like she should not be listening to the sexual stuff. Wow. and I was pretty surprised. Cardi, Cardi said something like, I'm a sexual person. That's why I rap about these things when my kid is a kid. You know, she shouldn't be hearing this stuff. And I was blown away. I've never agreed with Cardi B on anything. What so, a mature concept coming from just the queen of of genius, Cardi B herself. I'm, I was pretty shocked. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. And people were enraged. I mean, I... She, she's actually going to let her kid be a kid, which is pretty impressive. So I'll shout out Cardi B for that. So you're, you know? so you're saying you've never, like, you like almost never agree with her prior no, to this, I, right? So you're, you're, you're saying you don't agree with her when she's on FaceTime with Bernie Sanders, bro? No, never. I can't stand <laughs> Bernie Sanders. I can't stand that. You old don't man. agree with her on FaceTime with Joseph Biden himself? No. The King of the Blacks, Joseph Biden. No, yeah. he's talking about getting his his legs run through like by kids or whatever. And yeah, his hair. And they and they running their legs around their arms down my leg hair. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I've never agreed with anything on Cardi B until now. What's your opinion on Cardi's music? Like, be honest. I understand why women listen to it because we kind of live in an age where like sex is a huge thing like women are just like sexually empowered sluts to put it in a good term <laughs> bad term i don't know i mean that's kind of the thing that's kind of where we're society so i understand the appeal for wet ass p-word cats <laughs> yeah as ben shapiro so can... would say wet ass p-word <laughs> yes uh, I, I actually like ben shapiro's remix of that way better <laughs> he's got some really but cool. i I don't like Cardi B's music, man. I'd rather stick a screwdriver through my ear and out the other side. I just, it's it's bad, man. It's But I understand the appeal. So for me, it's like I can disagree with somebody on their music, anything else, but I can understand like why people can see it or why people would listen to it. I cannot stand that woman, but I understand why she's as popular as she is. And I understand like where we're at in a society and why we find that to be the kind of music we enjoy and that's just the trajectory of things and the current status of what's popping i guess so you do not like the song like it like that 
I mean, I guess I'd have to listen to it, but I, I, I don't know her songs off the top of my head, but I think I know which one. Like, it's like the, uh, that... it's like the, I don't know, the Latin type. I like it like that, you know. Oh you no, I don't like that one. What? I mean, okay, this is my thought on Cardi B. Um, like when your mom like yells at you like for being a stupid ass <laughs> or like your girlfriend yells at you that's how i feel when i listen to cardi b i feel like i did some really screwed up crap to my wife and now <laughs> cardi b wants to murder me like every time she gets on the track she's just screaming at me and i'm like shit what did i do now you know yeah and like, it's always about slobbing on a knob just absolutely devouring some some cock or something <laughs> Women can. What is with Cardi B? It's like, can she, I understand she's a very sexual person, but like, is there any other substance? Can you give me? She's like the baby, not <laughs> Just with like the baby. <laughs> the baby's one. He only has one flow. Cardi B only has one topic. I don't even know what like the baby even raps about. It's all just like, I got money. I guess I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of like Cardi B and rap, man, raps really changed though. Like. The baby gets carried on every beat, like his mute, like his like bop, bop. It's a bop. It is like, a bop. The beat I is like so the, good. I like the song. It the beat the beats are so good in music now. Yeah, I will I will be first in line to dish out some nice the baby slander, but you can't knock the guy for dropping some bangers sometimes. No, I mean if it works, why stop making that music? But I guess eventually, uh. Have you ever heard the song Alone by Black? Yeah. He's in the opening part he talks about like if he if he only raps a certain way his fans like he'll become his music and he won't be black, you know? Oh yeah. That yeah. sounds weird to say because his name is Black and he's black. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but he won't be him. He won't be an artist. He'll just be his music. And I just kind of feel like a lot of artists nowadays are just their music. Like when I think of the baby, I just think of his music. I don't think of the person. Like when I think of like Black though. I think of like he's he's all over the place. Like he's talented. He can make some really great, meaningful songs. Yeah. Lot of, but then he can also make some make some good hits too. I would I would sit here and tell you the one person like the one musician that I don't think of as a musician first is easily Gambino, like Donald Glover. Yeah. Yeah. I think of him as like an actor first. Yeah, I agree. I a rapper. Well, I, what what Disney Channel show was he on? For the longest oh, time, I can't think of it. I don't. But really. I, I always like, cause I I saw him on Disney Channel before I listened to his music. So yeah. that's for me. Like I, that's how I see him. So like that's the same thing with like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I still like <laughs> it's still Hannah Montana, even though now she's like bald and shit. By the way, stuff, if you know? you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy Miley Cyrus's music, you do not belong in this listener base and you can just see your way out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Hunter leaves the chat. Yeah, that's some horrible <laughs> music. Hunter, you can leave now, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I see it. But yeah, Childish Gambino, he's he's all he's a jack of all trades. He's a really good actor. I mean, he has that TV show which I didn't really care for, but he's good in it. Uh, movies he's been really he good. He also directs it. that TV show too. Oh, does he? The yeah. first season was pretty bad, but the other seasons are not too bad. That's he's 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 like a he reminds me of like a modern day Will Smith. Yeah, he's mega like talented. A I better like a better a better rapper than Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. So, but Nightmare on Elm Street by Will Smith is always a is always a classic for me to listen to. I could not tell you one Will Smith song. 
And French I Prince won't. Bel Air, bro. The, <laughs> the most that doesn't even count. Song. That's that's just a theme song. That's not a real song. I could slap that in my car though, like just driving to work in the morning, just like my mama kicked me out, you know. Yeah. Some real vibes. Just some. This is the story, all about how. <laughs> just yeah, he's. Will Smith's great, great, great all-around guy. Charles Cambino, he gives me that same vibe. He's, I don't think he's a, like a top-tier actor. I don't think he's a top-tier rapper either, singer, artist. But I mean, I think he's just—he's really good everywhere, and I, I just feel like that's great. A and jack of all trades, but a master yeah. of none. What they say? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's great. I mean, he, I don't really listen to him. He had that one song, not that long ago, that kind of popped, but it died right away. What was it? I'm not Are you sure. talking about Redbone? Mm, no, it wasn't Redbone. It was like that Corey. It was like a very. Oh, this is America. Yeah, this was America. That song blew up, kind of died down, but that was more of like a, well, you a message song. Yeah, you can't. That's like a song you listen to once, and it's like, okay, I got the message. Yeah, you can't bop that shit in the car, bro. Like, <laughs> someone, someone hands you the auction, you put on "This Is America," you better just get thrown out of the car on the highway. Like, what? I think I'd. I think I'd rather listen to Cardi B than "This Is America" every time. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. at least I can like ignore Cardi B's voice and just yeah you know kind of just bop my head a little bit yeah into it. I, I wrote a paper in uh in my first semester of college about how uh to pimp a butterfly is the greatest piece of music ever written and uh my grandma we were like riding in a riding in the car and she was like how about you play that album that you said was so good oh and I was like no no that is not the type of album you listen to bopping in the car it's just it's just not <laughs> Grandma didn't want to bop it? Come on, Grandma. No. There's one good song I remember in there. you was conflicted. There, but nobody English. likes it. Uh, what was that one? All it's right. such a vibey... No, I... It, it's, All Right's really good, but there's one song on there. King Let me Kunta? Look it up, bro. Yeah, King Kunta. I, I love that song more than every single song because it's like... I really enjoy songs that are just like... They're just very upbeat and make me feel happy, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's why I like that Turbo song. I'm still bumping that, like, every day. <laughs> it just gets puts me in a good mood, man. When life's stressing you out, you just need something to make you feel a little better. Uh, I mean, you can listen to depressing stuff, but then you only feel more depressed. Yeah. What is, uh, speaking... what is your, uh, hold on. What is your, like, opinion on To Pimp a Butterfly? Because I, I, I noticed you reacted a little strangely when I said it was the greatest piece of music ever written. What do you think about it? Been a long time. But I would say, for my for my age and your age, I mean, you're a little younger than me. I still think that is one of the best albums of all time. I mean, it's up there with Kanye's albums and J Cole's albums. I, it's it's got it's got to be one of the best. I don't I think just a wanna... J Cole album hands a, a candle to that, honestly. Really? Yeah. I love Kod, which you know I do. Yeah. I remember I remember me and you stayed up all night and we listened to that album together. Yep. And good, I good night. I remember that night because I loved the song nineteen eighty four. And it's nineteen eighty five, bro. You don't even 1985. know. Nineteen eighty five. What a fake fan. <laughs> I, oh yeah, it is nineteen eighty five, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I feel stupid right now, but <laughs> that song it still hits me because like it's weird now because it's like what how many years three years later yeah and look at little pump look at smoke perp look at these guys and you can't say that j cole was not right yeah it was like 
it was it was hard in the moment. Now I can't like listen to it because it's like it's, it just seems like I don't know a little cringe to me. Listen to it, just like talking to the. It's like talking about these guys that are like completely irrelevant now. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's something um, you can you think about because it's like it's it's true for upcoming artists still. Yeah. I, how many artists, you know, are gonna do the same things? It's, you know, a lot of these artists are gonna pop, and they won't move on with the times. Da Baby, perfect example. We were just talking about how long is his music going to be good? Like, how long are we gonna consider that as reasonable music? At, at some point, like, we don't listen to Little Pump music anymore. That that hardcore, amazing beats, repeated lyrics is kind of out the window. Now it's more of a flowier type you know still really hard beats but it's there's more there's a little bit more substance now that's required for a hit song than there was when little pump and smoke perp were popping up you know it's kind of yeah. changed and it's going to continue to change so that's why i see people like the baby the baby is a great rapper and he can he actually does have a song that he can sing in and he's not that bad at it eh, but that's debatable <laughs> that's kind of like logic trying to sing as he, I as do, he progressed. Yeah. I never liked Logic. I was, which you know. But I wanted to say this before we uh, missed the Kendrick part. So you know I'm really big into investing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's actually this thing where you can invest in music and like albums. And To Pimp a Butterfly was one of the albums you could invest in. I'm not sure if it's still on there. But I mean, you would need thousands and thousands of dollars to buy it. Yeah. But like, you only own like a tiny percent of it. But I would want that just to be like, yo, I own part of Kendrick Lamar's album, one of the greatest masterpieces of our life. And it's just crazy that we can do this and invest in part of that. And then you get your, like, your dividends from that, you know? Yeah, the, like, uh, 17 cents you make on the whole year. Yeah, I mean, but but still, how many people can you can you be like, bro, I own Kendrick Lamar's album, you know? like That's, all. That's like, all the Green Bay Packer fans saying they, you know, they have a share in the... The, the company but they don't that that's a scam though they don't get anything from that like they like all that is is a piece of paper yeah. like they there, there's no return on investment at least the pimp a butterfly album if i own, would say i own a piece of it that price of that could go up or down at any time and i could sell it let's say it's not doing good but somehow the price went up i could sell it at that time it's still technically an investment but like i own some stocks even though i don't like like i don't like the, how the company is like but i want to own the stock because i enjoy playing their games or i enjoy their product so i think it's just cool to be like yo i play you know overwatch it'd be cool to just own blizzard you know just for fun not like i put like my money yeah, there, but that's just it's just listen cool to, to me like, now i own you yeah yeah <laughs> fire fire everybody at ea um but that is just something i wanted to bring up like it's cool that like if we have enough money, we can invest in music, which is a pretty cool thing. But there was, like, older albums on. If you're, like, into classical stuff, they had rock music on there, pop music. Like, it's it's a cool it's a cool thing that I've looked into, and I've thought about it, you know, once I have the money for it. But Yeah, you got to invest in some, up. like, Michael Jackson, bro. Michael Jackson never get old. Isn't he still, like, one of the best listened-to artists of all time? Yeah, like his, his, like, Spotify monthly listeners is, like, well into the 20 mils or whatever. He's, Did you ever... He's still popping listen to who's the guy that makes all the, the parody music videos oh uh weird al yeah weird al man i used to listen to weird al's remakes of like 
uh, Michael Jackson all the time, like just beat it, beat it, beat it. And, and then Hazel's like some fat dude who's like, just eat it, eat it. And <laughs> there was one where it's like, I don't know the actual lyrics to the song, but he's like, they see me mowing, they hate Oh yeah, riding nerdy. <laughs> yeah, that's the song. Yeah, the, of a riding dirty. Yeah, I had a where bunch you... of those shit saved. <laughs> Weird Al used to pop as a kid. Uh, where do you see the music, like rap specifically? Because I know you're more into that. Where do you see that going in the future? Do you think if we're gonna get more of this heavy beat? Do you think we're gonna go back to more of a a substance kind of rap, a mix? Where do you a more R and B kind of kind of area? Where do you think we're gonna end up going here? Well, rap over the period of like the past five years has become the most popular genre in all of music. Yep. And I think that wherever music as a whole starts to migrate, that's where rap is going to follow. Uh, if, if music takes a turn down the acoustic route like it used to be, or if it was, you know, if we went into some like neo-punk phase or something, I think yeah. rap would follow. I, I don't think you could predict it. It's just like whatever whatever trend comes next, yeah, rap will yeah. be right on its tail riding it. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance that rap, rap, or rap, rap <laughs> could lose its popularity? Like, because we saw, like, as like as us as kids, we listened to rap music. The kids, like, before me, they listened to 2000s with pop. Like, my dad listened to rock music. Like, yeah. my grandma... My grandma would tell my dad to turn that junk off, you know? Mm -hmm. And now my dad tells me to turn my rap music off. Like, do you think, like, when we have kids, they're going to be listening to, like, a different genre of music where we're, we're going to be the old people? Yeah, like, for, sure. for sure. For sure. There's going to be something that just is going to come out of right field when we're, like, 30 or 40 years old. Like, right when we're on the brink of, like, not being able to keep up with the trends. Some, like, yeah. great wave of music is going to come in and it's just going to sound like dog to us and we're going to be like what yeah. actually is this music we're going to be pump or listening to kendrick lamar when we're 70 years old yeah it's like have you ever heard of a hundred gex no oh lord yeah a hundred gex is like it's like who all the alt kids listen to and try and act like they have a musical taste but it's <laughs> like it just is like really noisy glitchy like just what? glitch rock like it's it's just terrible glitch pop but i mean so glitch music and loud like noise music has a crowd people enjoy that type of music obviously and uh could not be me though could not be me that it just i don't get the appeal yeah that's so weird i guess i never really thought of that uh that is really weird glitch music i've never heard of that i don't think i want to hear it though the way you described it makes me kind of feel it's just really like rambunctious like there's no there's like no melody to anything there's no there's no pattern it's all just like noise so it's like blue face but beats <laughs> it's not on beat at all yeah except no like rhythm. like imagine blue face rapping over like the like amber alert sound mix oh, mix someone like some doorbell chimes or something what that yeah that's man. what it is man i gotta die before i have to listen to that stuff man <laughs> yes. before, before that music gets popular it's not not great not great there was uh there was a little trend for maybe like a six months eight months period where we had a a, a dubstep rap 
and was right oh, before yeah, like yeah, little yeah. pump stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. G Easy was doing it. Juicy J had some stuff. It was it was a weird period because like dubstep was kind of like still kind of popular at the time, and then because like people like my on my age like always enjoyed like the heavy beats that mm-hmm. kind of part so like dubstep was always there and then rap was right there so it kind of just collided like you said it just there was like this small window when then, then it was like no dubstep and it was like little pump yeah whenever <laughs> like himself. whenever classical music comes back when everything's just orchestral and strings yeah, there's gonna be that. some rapper just spitting over some like hamilton type beat oh there is a, <laughs> there was a rapper that I watched the other day, and he did that, and it sounded amazing. He lit. I gotta think of the rapper who did that, but he performed live in front of an orchestra, and like they were playing like, I don't even know instruments, man, but they were <laughs> playing. They were playing it, and it sounded amazing. And I was like, this is actually kind of cool. Like the next I actually, wave. he's on the way. I, I enjoy classical music myself, and I know we Same. spoke about that a little bit. It's just such a peaceful thing, and then. And like you can actually like tell like, I think it's it's I think it's a different listening experience because like it's actual like it's not like you type you press on your keyboard and like sounds come it's it's off it's like organic actual sounds from yeah. a string and stuff and it, it's it's a different listening experience and I think it's weird I think it's a weird a weird listen but it's it's really calming I know when like, when I'm stressed or really anxious like I listen to classical music and it's just it's just calming it's soothing. Yeah, I think it's really like interesting when uh, when you listen to music and you kind of like think about um, the the artist like in the booth on the microphone singing the, the the song or whatever, and then people in the you know in the background they're adjusting all the sound and stuff like they're in a studio or whatever, and then when you listen to like modern classical music like on Spotify, it's like a whole group of people like. A giant mass of 50 to 100 people in a like stadium in a theater and they're just recording them playing like there's no it, it just seems so interesting to me yeah it's definitely like there's no room for mistakes you know yeah like i guess like if i go to a rap like i've seen like juicy j live you know they stop rapping and they're still like you know playing the music so if like they stop then you know nothing really happens but if like if you mess up it throws everything off like at least rappers like rap you know when rappers mess up because then they just like start dancing around on stage and like shooting their yeah. gun they and, always like, have they, their they always have the actual song just louder yeah. than their actual mic yeah pretty much yeah but i do have kind of a hot take though i think beethoven might be one of the best artists of all time like i don't know if that's How's a, hot that a hot take, take? That... like i guess for like someone like my age would say that like no one would be like I mean, there's not many people that are 24 or 23 that are like, yo, Beethoven's one of the best artists of all time. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I like I tell people that I'll listen to classical music, and they're like, you do? Like, what's wrong with you? I, but, I couldn't sit here and, like, tell you my favorite, like, favorite. Moonlight. Moonlight's my favorite classical song. It's such a smooth, such a beautiful song. and it. But, it you know, just... like, you know, like, every song is, like, performed in a different key. Like so, you could like mm-hmm. you could like Moonlight A or whatever, but Moonlight C could sound completely different. Yeah, so I, think I couldn't it's... I couldn't tell you my favorite key or anything. I just I find oh, I don't whatever that, sounds yeah. good, and I'm just like, yeah, I feel like I I'm think... in a movie right now. Yeah, it's it's such a peaceful thing. It's it really is. It's definitely a 
That was definitely an eye-opener. Uh, uh, did you want to go on to our next topic, or do you have something else? On the on the line of music, uh, yeah. Who do you think, or like, who are you looking forward to to actually releasing some music this year? J Cole, obviously. You saw the 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 post he had about he has like three more albums before he retires, yeah. which I'll probably I'll probably cry. Kendrick Lamar, you always got to be hoping. You know, I'm a big stan of Joyner Lucas, even though his last album oh, was, God. was a little bit too Yikes. much political stuff for me, you know. But, I mean, I enjoy Joyner. You know, I'm more of a substance kind of person. You, more than you, obviously. Well, I don't I don't know where you really sit there now, but I've always been more of a substance. I kind of enjoy, like, a story, the storytelling of rap, because... For me, that's that's what I got listening to it, like Nas and yeah. Eminem. Like I've always enjoyed the storytelling, and and that's that's the part that speaks to me. So, like my basis of a good rapper is like, like a complete rapper, is like, do they have a good story? You know, is it is it ex? But is it fun to listen to? You can't have like a boring story. Like Stan by Eminem, it's a good song, and like you can actually like follow the story, and then, like a good story will also have you like involved in it, and like. It's like a good movie, you know. Like you, you feel invested into the character. Like when Stan yeah. murders his wife at the end of the, at the end of the, uh, the video. It's like holy crap! Did that just happen? Yeah. Like. I just. And then. I find yeah. myself like, like I, I was in the, I was the same way where I just, I didn't like any of the mumble rappers growing up. I was, I was the classic white boy listening to <laughs> Eminem, Logic, and G Easy, and. uh I don't just now I just I can't all the all these like quote substance rappers like Joyner, Logic, Eminem, they're just all so corny to me. Like they're just they're just saying stuff that you can just predict. Like you just know where they're going with it. Like I I hope you've seen that tweet about like uh Eminem be like sitting with Jeffrey Epstein, sipping a Pepsi with Elvis Presley. And I'm like, that is exactly a bar that Eminem would write. That that is yeah. like something that would be on an album. But I mean, you you have like twenty some years in the game. You've had the same kind of rapping style. I mean, what else do you really expect? You know. So I can see from Eminem, it's more predictable now because he's had that same, and he's he's a lot more like PC now, which kind of sucks because this man said a lot of. <laughs> well, a he was lot also of... like cracked up on cocaine. <laughs> before like it was it, it made me laugh because he got mad at trump one time for like saying some like kind of sexist thing and i was like uh, are we just gonna ignore yeah uh, the, the, you talking about beating your ex-wife and uh we're just gonna we're just gonna ignore that or uh, all right i guess we can ignore that but i mean i mean but eminem i get i've never liked logic as you know i've just never listened to his music uh joiner big stan but yeah, I I, I I get the predictability, the the corny stuff. Um, but like I said, you have to have like it's you it can't be boring at the same time. Like Hobson, great bars, boring. You know. Also corny as hell. Yeah. Corny. Yeah, it's he can have some great bars. He has moments, but he's corny, which is fine. But like he embraces the corny, so which is okay. Like do you know? Do you listen to Dax at all? No. He's all right. Uh, he's not bad, but he's kind of corny sometimes. But I don't know. But I, I, I do enjoy. Like I did enjoy the little pump stuff before he blew up. Before Gucci Gang, 
He had some good songs. Yeah. Like, that, was, I like, that was a whole, like, that, like, 2016, 2015 was just a window of, like, it was, like, the the opening of the door into the next wave, but it wasn't, like, as refined as it is now. Like, it was just raw. Everything was so raw back then. And, like, it, I don't know, I just, I, I love that music back then where it was just, it was so much different, so much more different than anything we'd heard before. It was just, now it's, now it's all commercialized and people like like no hate but juice world coming out and just dropping like 30 song long albums that all sound the same all the way through it's just like it was different back then and i liked how raw it was yeah i agree I, it's definitely different i think i think right now rap's more in like an experimental phase i find myself listening to all kinds of stuff like there's some emo rap like call me charisma there's there's a bunch of YouTube rappers like Crypt, who's okay, I mean, he's, but he just raps really fast. <laughs> There's Futuristic, he's been around for a long time. He has some good older songs. He did, he got into singing stuff and it was pretty. It was actually not bad. Like I like his singing more than his rapping. There's there's a there's some there's some good rappers out there. Uh, you just have to find them. But I feel like we're in an experimental phase right now. There's nothing that's like there's no. What's the word? Yeah, I can't. Why can't I think of the word? Like, there's no set. There's no meta. <laughs> no meta. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, makes there's sense. No, there's no meta. Yeah. There's no meta right now in the rap game. I think. I think we're kind of like in an experimental phase, which is great because I hope we can find that next thing, and I hope it blows up. But I hope it doesn't get overused. I I don't think like, I've like really followed rap or listened to rap nearly as much in the past like year or two, two years. Mm-hmm. I I. Honestly, like, my favorite artist, like, as of right now, is probably Lana Del Rey. Like, that's just how different, really? yeah, it's just how different, like, my music taste is, has turned as the, the rap industry has, like, gotten more stale from that period of, you know, the 2016, like, peak, where everything peak. was, that was, like, the, that really was, like, the peak of the, the plot in, in the rap game for me, and then, uh. Yeah, I've been listening to, to a, just a ton of, like, you know, normal, alternative, like, pop music. I love Lana. I, I think pop is going to come back. I honestly think if any category that comes back, I think it's that pop comes back. Because, I mean, there's still... Justin Bieber's still dropping number one hits, and that man... Okay, Biebs dropped know, some bangers. He might have dropped the worst, best song of the year, I'm <laughs> going to be honest with You're you. You talking about uh, Yummy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that song sucks, but I've been listening to this album by Jesse Ware, and, uh, dude, honestly, just bangs front to back. You gotta listen to that. I'll definitely check it out. But yeah, rap, rap is weird now. There's not, there's nothing really good. Oh man, I was gonna say something. I forgot. But yeah, it's, it's we're definitely in a weird state. Music, music is pretty stale right now, but I'm, I'm hoping with all this experimental stuff going on, we can, uh, yeah. we can definitely find something, maybe... That's good, but I, I have one big beef with rap though. It's just it's such a toxic thing, for the most part. Like, it's kind of, we're gonna kind of gonna switch it up. It's kind of gonna be a transition here. Like, like psychotic. If you listen to like rap all the time and you're just talking about banging and killing people and drugs and 
that's my one beef with rap is is it's bad for you it's it it is bad for you um it's like eating mcdonald's but for your brain you know because i mean if you live in that mindset and this this is this really sucks especially for the like the king vons the little dirks and the kids growing up in the hood because that's all they know you know which sucks but like that puts them in that mindset and then that's that's just you know it's it's down i'm not saying they make bad music because i love little Dirk and i've loved him for a long time but that stuff isn't good for young kids to listen to as much as i've enjoyed it it's not good and it it makes it does have a psychological impact it's like eating mcdonald's every day you know like at some point you know that's why a lot of white people try to act gangster because they think it's cool <laughs> like it's true like white people think it's cool to act gangster and i'm not gonna lie like there's hey i i'm driving to work act looking like i'm shooting guns and selling drugs and slinging coke on the street you know <laughs> i'm just a <laughs> white guy in wisconsin driving to work man <laughs> driving to my nine to five bank job you know exactly but it's 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 not that's my only bad thing about rap is that it's so drug done women you know invested yeah. in it. it's not it's not good for our mental health and you know i'm a very big person in a mental health as someone who's suffered with anxiety you know mm-hmm. and suicide in the past it's it's very important that we, we we're conscious we're at least conscious you know of, of the fact that what we're taking yeah. in which is why i like classical music because it's it's good it's soothing you know has no and words that, yeah yeah, and that's another thing, like, I brought up before, like, when, we, when we're sad and depressed, what do we listen to? We make, we listen to things that make us more sad and depressed, you know? Yeah. And True. I don't, like, I know I do it. Do you do it, like, when you get sad, like, I put on some, like, yeah, yeah. suicidal shit <laughs> yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's so bad, because, like, if I, if it would help if I <laughs> turned on some more positive stuff, you know, get some positive vibes going through me, yeah. that would make me feel better. But it's so easy for us to, like make it worse on ourselves and that's mm-hmm. it's weird to think about but that's my one beef with rap is that like it's it's not really good for the brain i have such a funny story that i am more than excited to share on this first episode right. of the pod and this has to that's do with good. sad music okay so back in my i think it was uh it was either my freshman year or sophomore year in high school um i had a photography class yeah it was my sophomore year I had a photography class, and uh, it was like, you know, entry-level um, photography class, but we had a senior in there who was, or she was a junior at the time, she was a junior, and she was like levels above us, so she uh, she was doing like independent study photography, but she needed to sit in our like period, mm-hmm. just because she needed like a classroom or whatever, and so this chick was like two years older than me or whatever, and I was like, yo, she is finer than a dime. And if I can bag an older chick, bro, I might have just be a, a demigod. Like, how much better could it be? So, I, you know, me and this chick start talking. She's cool. We're getting to be friends. You know, I'm walking her to class and stuff, walking her back and forth, you know. And so I talk, I tell her, like, one time, like, walking her to class, I'm like, you know, we should hang out sometime out of school. And she's like, yeah, sure, I can do that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool, dope. So I was like, dumb hype coming to the next class, the uh, the following B-Day or whatever. And so I come in, and I, I, I'm like, yo, can I get your number so we can, like, schedule this, like, 
hangout we're going to do. And she's like, yeah, but uh, I have to ask my boyfriend. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) So I literally just told her like straight to her face. I was just like, look, when you and your boyfriend break up, just hit me up. Like, (laughs) I didn't even want to put up a fight with it. I was like, crushing defeat. Yeah. So I get home. And, you know, I got her number and I got her snap or whatever from that. And uh, right. just like a token of my defeat. So I get home and I'm just like watching, uh, just going through my Snapchat. And I get to her story and she's out there with a girlfriend, bro. She had a oh. girlfriend instead of a boyfriend and she lied to me. Oh. She could have just said she was lesbian. Oh. And so, dude, I just like sat in bed. And put on some some <laughs> some X X X tentacion. Put on some depression and obsession, and just cried in my bed oh, <laughs> as like a soft boy. It was so funny looking back on it, but that it, that was brutal for the boys. Yeah, man, down for sure. I don't know what I would ever do, man. If like I had an ex that just ended up being like a lesbian, like I'd, yeah. I'd probably hate myself. I'd be like what's wrong with me yeah and then we like had like that wasn't even like the last class we had together we had like tv class the next year and it was just so awkward because i'm like you know she knows that she lied to me and she knows that i know about it and but i just just like never talked to her again it's just yikes yikes i wonder what you're doing now probably scissoring her girlfriend dude i don't know (laughs) fuck just think man women women are something else um there's so, speaking of women how do you feel about this kind of culture we're kind of shifting to of like women and the only fans stuff like how do you feel about all that stuff okay this is something i think me and you are going to disagree on probably but i think that i think that just in general human like social lives and what is okay and what is not just adapts over time mm-hmm. it, it just shifts we we can't do anything about it and i think that you know it's pretty much adapt or die and at this time of like women do their thing with uh you know they're very sexually proud and back in the day it was you know women and men in the same were like like sex was very taboo and it was very like hush hush it was very grown-up thing to talk about and now it's just like it's such a casual conversation and like you know we don't have like it used to be like waiting for marriage for sex and all that stuff but that is like such a such a thing of the past whether that's a good thing or bad thing that that's up to you to decide but like so you think it's overall uh, a good thing then like the way we're kind of heading or do you think it's just the future and you're just there to yeah it. i think it's just like the way it's going and uh you know it's it it yeah i don't think it's a bad thing i don't think it's a good thing i just it's just how it is it's it's like along the same lines of like a, a pc culture just being really politically correct all the time it's like it i it, i don't yeah. think it could ever go back to how it was it's just it's just how no. it's gonna be and like, yeah yeah it just evolves over time see I, I think it's a really bad thing. First of all, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crap on the women. I if you get your bread, you get your bread. You know I can't can't knock that. If you if there I'm a I'm a capitalist kind of person. If there's a if there's a market 
most of the time it should exist. So as long as there are a market for these incelibates, why not? You know, why not? You know, so I will not knock the women. But I do have a problem with it in general um, with men. Men are my issue here. The way we're going, it's and just porn in general is just so bad for the like human psyche. And I, I look at things through the human psyche, as you know, like I'm not a very healthy person myself and i try it's it's not easy and porn is horrible for the it, porn is horrible for a kid growing up like yeah. as as a vivid porn watcher in my teenagers yeah it's very vivid and now we got kids shooting up schools because they're mad because they they're so sexually charged about like being rejected and because like now kids can just go on only fans five dollars to go see their <laughs> hot, hot girl and and the satisfaction of touching yourself is is instant now it's such yeah. an instant gratification and how are men going to be able to talk why 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 should i talk to a woman when i can just go online and watch porn and jack off and get the same feeling yeah and i think men as a society are kind of losing that grasp on what it means to be a man and a lot of people you know that would hear me say that would be like well you're just that's toxic masculinity and i was like no men and women will never be different I, to me being a man is being there for my wife and being a good person because my great grandparents my great great uncle jumped off a boat and deserted russia and swam or, or swam to a united states boat i'll never have to go through that and mm -hmm. i think it's i think it's i think it's disgusting and i think it's as you know i do live in a better time than him but i do think it I feel like I'm letting my ancestors down, and I think, I think we're we're starting to degrade. And I think as soon as we start to degrade too much, it's going to be too little, too late. You know, we're not going to be ready if something happens. Like, what if aliens exist, man? We're going to charge. Well, we know that exists. Come on. Well, man. I know. What are we going to do? Charge at them with a bunch of tiny ass men? I mean, you know, I I find myself like right now, if somebody attacked my wife. You want to know what I'd be able to do? Nothing. <laughs> I would be able to do absolutely nothing and that and that scares me. My wife is a fighter. She's she's a scrapper. But you know, what can I do? You know, and I think that's what it means to be a man. I think it means to be responsible and take ownership for yourself and I I think that embodies what it takes to be a man. So I think I think especially porn is and I'm not saying I don't watch porn cuz sometimes, you know, a boy's got to bust a nut. <laughs> but the the bad habit especially with boys growing up and i'm i'm a, i'm i'm not saying porn should be illegal but i don't think kids under 18 should be allowed and this is weird for me because i'm a very free person but i just don't think kids should be allowed to watch it at such a young age because i think i think it is creating incels and i think it's creating this society where we're just so weak and the that dopamine hit is so easy to get and i the dopamine thing is such a crazy thing to me because if we keep going this way, we're all just going to be high on dopamine and it does nothing for us at one point and nothing's going to be accomplished because then why watch porn? You know, why why work on myself? It's easier to eat McDonald's. That dopamine hit from a fucking Big Mac from McDonald's is so much better than going to the gym and it's cheaper and it's easier and it's better. And, it's, and for me, that it's not the women that are doing it. I think it's the men that are consuming it is the issue for me. And I think it's society in a whole is going to – we're just going to get worse. And I, I just think it's just a bad thing that we're kind of going that way. Um, but I'm glad that people talk about sex more. It, it is a human thing, you know. So 
it's not taboo anymore but mm-hmm. but for me it's it's like the whole only fans thing is it's destroying men whether we can see it with our own eyes or not because and i feel the same way about weed you know weed should be legalized hell yeah anybody over 18 should be able no, to use it that's, a, that's a whole other discussion that's a yeah but thing. but the dopamine thing is still the same yeah and, and drinking drinking smoking watching porn those are all bad things for you and like this year i promised myself i'm not going to drink alcohol and i think that's something i want to stick to mm-hmm. because like when i get sad or depressed my first thing is i drink alcohol because alcohol is an anti-anxiety kind of thing you know stress reliever but then i realized that it's 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 creating a uh i know jordan peterson talks about like pass or something like that like it's i'm making a cycle so every time i get sad then i drink every time i get sad yeah. well i gotta take steps to, I, we gotta take steps to break this when i'm sexually frustrated my wife's not sleeping with me i can't watch porn you know i have to break those habits and create other ways because it, it just hurts me and then you got you got the downside effects of all that stuff and it's a long-term game like a lot of people play short term like short term like what what can do me good right now yeah you know and mia khalifa is a perfect example of that by the way (laughs) about how she uh she's done a complete 180 on how she wanted to like stay away from the porn scene now she's going right back into it chasing the bag yeah yeah i mean for a second she's like damn i'm fucking getting fucked i'm getting money you know but now my whole life's there you know yeah and and that that to me is what i think and i don't know where you kind of stand on that but that's like for me i'm really big into i think society needs stronger men because yeah. i feel like you're getting weaker and stuff i think but I, don't know. I think just like the dynamic of the male female relationship that that humans have endured for the past hundred thousand years is just it's different it's evolving faster and faster like with technology and societal advancement going so exponentially fast like we just can't evolutionarily keep up like i just the 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 connection the balance the equilibrium of the women and the man relationship is just it's different i i don't i don't think you know obviously it's hard to live through something like in its beta phase. Like we're in the beta phase of the new woman man relationship. And it's hard to, to like live through all of these, like the the drastic changes. But I do think like, do you want to know something? Hold on, hold on. I do think that like women and men, like as technology and as society grows further, to where our biological differences don't become such like an obstacle i guess i think the 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 relationship like like you said about how uh you know what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman are gonna change you know what i'm saying yeah i'm not saying like you need to be a man but for me i feel like i would be more confident if i worked out right i yeah. feel like i could protect my wife i feel like i could be a good dad um, but there's one thing I want to talk about. Uh, I read some study that apparently our brains cannot keep up with the pace of technology, and yeah. our technology's already past our brain. Like, mm-hmm. so we're gonna keep going that way, and we're gonna get. We're eventually we're gonna be so far ahead of our brain, like it's not gonna make any sense. And we're talking about tens of thousands of years of human programming, and what it's been about ten years when all this kind of stuff, yeah. kind of like, 
we're, we're, we're fighting 10 years and people want this now. We got 10,000s, we got thousands and thousands and thousands. Like I am programmed to look at every single titty I see. You want to know why? <laughs> because 30,000 years ago, I had to reproduce. Yeah. And you can't tell no man to stop looking at titties. That's, you know, like that's, that's my problem is like people, people want you to change. Like I'm going to look at titties. I see titties. My brain's like, wow, those are succulent for my potential child. I look at them. I see them. I say they look nice. Yeah. I was just watching a video on this uh, today, actually. mm -hmm. Vsauce video talking about like uh, before the before technology started to revolutionize human life exponentially humans didn't think the way we do about time and like like to them the past simply was a time that had passed there wasn't such thing like the the difference between like me if i lived in the 1600s the difference between me and my great grandfather, there was almost no difference. I could have, I could have traveled back to his time and lived perfectly fine, and he could have traveled back to my time and lived perfectly fine. But now, today, time is not something that just passes. It's, it like it's like a moment in time that has passed. Like there, there is the past. So like, if I teleported myself fifty years into the future, I wouldn't be able to keep up or yeah. live live a normal life. Because things are just evolutionizing so, or revolutionizing so, so rapidly. I guess Captain America is kind of a good example of that, you know. Yeah. Being frozen and then. Which? Why yeah. is he not racist in the movies? Honestly. He I should be know. racist. I don't know if he's, <laughs> he was racist in the comics, but. <laughs> I mean, bro was, bro was living in the forties, bro. He's probably like. Not everybody was racist back then. Um, <laughs> one day I want to talk to you about eugenics and how science scientists kind of convinced people that other people are better and this was like the eugenics and the yeah, Rockefellers yeah, yeah. and all these rich people but that's for a different time but I, I agree I mean I honestly think as humans we've peaked a long time ago like I think that the, the biological think, human has peaked yeah that's what I mean like technology will allow us to keep advancing but I think us as humans has peaked and I, th- I think I think if you put like somebody from like the 1900s and us together, I think I don't think we'd last a chance. Obviously, we were smarter than them, and that would like make up for it. But uh, well, okay. So what I what I think is I like, mean, like more of like a uh, I don't know what's the word I could use for the, to describe that, but like they're more ready to handle life than we are now. Well, yeah, they, they so grew up easier. in yeah a lot of different circumstances, a lot harder circumstances. But I think like. As, as a human, like, as a biological species, maybe we have not peaked, but I don't think that we can peak anymore because yeah, the, we no longer rely on the thousands of years of evolution. We rely on the, the decades and the years and the months of technology to carry us further. Mm-hmm. Because um, who knows, who knows yeah. what we would look like without technology – a million years from now like we could be totally different looking creatures than we are now like you know how we came from monkeys or whatever but okay, i want to sh- yeah let's hold on i'm trying to pull something up here um so, kind of yeah it, it's weird 
I always wanted to play, a, like, there's a monkey game that I want to play, like you evolve. Oh, I know what you're talking uh, about. I know what you're talking about. But I don't know if you have Humble Bondo or not. Negative. You know what that is. Oh, you get, like, 12 free games a month. That's going to be one for January. Um, but I just wanted to point this out. So there were 5,691 suicides registered in England and Wales in 2019. Uh, the mortality rate was 11 deaths per 100,000, which is one of the highest of all time. Mm -hmm. And I and it's going up. So that's what I mean. Like, things are too easy, especially for men. Men are notoriously suicidal. We have the pressures of society on us. What's that pressure's kind of gone down now? Women, you know, women are kind of yeah getting their no, getting their stuff together, but um, <laughs> you know, kind of taking over some of that role. But I still think there's just heavy burden on men and. I don't think men are prepared to deal with that burden because no matter how hard we try to fight this male female thing it's still there it's programmed in our brain and it's not going away obviously there's going to yeah. be exceptions you know but for me being a normal person and um the effects of not having a dad and stuff like that and like if you don't have a dad you're more likely to commit crimes. You're more likely to go to juvie. You're going to have a lower IQ growing up with one parent. And I just think men need to get their crap together because not only does it affect me, but if I'm not there for my kid, he's seven times more likely to go to jail. He's more likely to go to juvie. He's more likely to drop out of school. And that's something I have to think about now. How can I be a good point? Just being there is already a good start. And I will talk about this when we talk about african-americans at one point because i'd like to talk about that <laughs> oh, because geez. it is true um because all that stuff matters your iq is lower uh you're more likely to live in poverty you're more likely to go to jail you're more likely to commit crimes you're most likely to be a, and, and what he's saying is he's not saying that is the case if you're simply black that's just saying no, if I'm you don't saying, have a father okay. i'm saying yeah. this is true for anybody any yeah, race yeah, 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 yeah. no matter just clarify not just black because it yeah, kind of it sounded kind of sounded like you were just saying if you're black you're going to jail no, no. or you're you no i mean IQ. if you would li if you would like to talk about that we can because um a lot of people if you'd like to talk about that i'm not sure if you want to get into that but um that is something that's true and how as a society that's not just true for african-americans that's not just true for white. it's true for all men yeah. all men need to be there for their kids no matter what and there's a great thing that i see and it's probably one of the greatest quotes i'll ever run across all kids deserve to have parents but not all parents deserve to have kids and that is the most truest thing that's i've ever true. seen in my life yeah. it is one of it's crazy because it's so true and every kid deserves to have a parent whether that's even if it's two dads two moms you know it doesn't matter as long as you have two parents at least your kid's gonna have a higher iq you know <laughs> yeah like that is a good start there and having two parents and especially male female because you need a dad and a lot like most of the school shooters don't have dads you know i think like 90 percent of them don't have a father figure in their life right you know? And they're white. <laughs> um, but it's it's weird because I think we're kind of going downhill there. And it makes me kind of sad because our, we need strong figures in our life. Yeah. And for me, my strong figure was my stepdad, which I cried the other night just thinking about how grateful. Like, I fought him so many times as a kid. But now I think about, man, what has this guy taught me? Yeah, and I just think I think we're missing that. I think we're missing great examples and true people, not just males. I think we need more. 
I don't care if you're a male or female. I think we need more strong figures, more great examples, more role models. And I think the kind of path we're going down is kind of like the opposite direction. That's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't feel like I just feel like we don't have enough good role models nowadays because mm-hmm. like I was saying about rap, it's about drugs, and that's what's popping. It's not cool to be a well Kanye. Cool to be a Christian, you know, but that's how I feel, and that's I, I like Kanye for that. I'm like embrace you, man. You know, I don't know how you feel about all that, but yeah, I don't know. Society's changing, the world is changing, technology technology's changing by the minute, by the day, and uh, we just we we can't keep up, and we need mm. we need to qu- quit acting like we can, because yeah, we just. We, we're along this ride of this exponentially fast, just bullet train through space. And we can't steer this ship even if we tried. Yeah, it's true. I don't think there's a way to stop it, but I think you have to just do it for yourself, you know? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what anybody else thinks. Just do it for you, man. If you want to be healthy, be healthy. If you yep. want to be fit, you know, you can only control yourself. And yep. I know you go to the gym now, which is good, man. I think everybody should go to the gym at least work out somewhere you don't have to go to the gym i guess but it's good to see people going to the gym again Mm -hmm. i mean as long as you love yourself still and you're fine with like being unhealthy or something like that then that's cool like if if you're cool with that but i think for me i think i need to be a good role model because i'm going to potentially have kids and i want them to you know have the same values as me i don't think they need to agree with me but i think they want them to be more responsible and i think we're kind of going into like a more disrespectful yeah everything's on tiktok i would just say as as like a final message to the listener just remember don't worry about the things that you can't control control the things that you can and make sure that you're doing the best for you and for the people you care about don't don't stress yourself about who won the election stress yourself about getting to the gym the next day and taking care of yourself taking care of your kids that's a good final message. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Please make sure to leave a five-star rating and to follow the pod on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitch, all of it. Make sure to hit it with a follow. Thank you guys so much for listening. And the Normal People Pod will be back sometime in the future. We don't have a schedule, but we'll be back.